Hey, 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 it's your girl, Jenny Steele. It is Monday. We are back. I know I had a great weekend. I hope you guys had a good weekend. Things are looking up. My guest is busy laughing. I'm going to find out why shortly. Welcome to the Steel Got It talk show. This is Reach London Radio. I just want to big up everyone from last week. I want to shout out to Solomon, Micah and Isaac from the Brixton Soup Kitchen. They came in and just, I think they just blew everyone away. And as much as I know these guys, every time I see them and I hear about the work that they're doing, it's just, it's just so amazing. And to find that they drove all the way outside of London to help a family is totally amazing. So remember, the Soup Kitchen is not closed yeah, the soup kitchen is based in Brixton. They are not closed. They are being refurbished. Um, you can find them every Monday afternoon. DM them on all platforms. They are everywhere. They have Twitter. They have Instagram. They have TikTok. DM them if you need support. So shouts out to them. And thank you to everyone for sharing um, the after show piece that I posted Um it's so nice when the community just gets involved and it's information that everyone needs to be sharing because we don't know who around us needs support. All right. So please make sure you reach out to the Brixton Soup Kitchen. We are going to have a lot more information, um, especially about the next drive with school uniform that will be coming up. I think it's coming up in August. So I'm going to keep you guys up to date with that. Remember, if you have missed a Still Got It show over the last few months, you can find us and every single show that we've had here on Reach London on Spotify at Still Got It. Look for me, Jen Still. They didn't have Jenny Still available, so I had to use Jen. Um, but look for us on Spotify. Um, the link is also on at Still underscore got underscore it on Instagram or come and find myself, official Jenny Still on instagram and you can get the link to any show and remember we do have occasionally some uh, rewinds and playbacks here on reach london shout out to reach london management and all of the other djs and presenters that's my bit for them um shout out to our sponsors juvenis and also groove school richie and sheriff big love to them each and every week holding us down now, before we go to our special guest in the studio, I'm just going to give you some community information. So um, tomorrow in Brixton, there's going to be some solutions from the community that are required by Black Thrive. All right, so they're looking at different ways of supporting families who are going through trauma. So it's solution-based. They're looking at community trauma, and it takes place tomorrow, the 21st of June, between 5.30 and 7 p.m. in Brixton. So if you are a Lambeth resident and you would like to get involved in that, go and look for Black Thrive. They're also on every social network platform, but you can find them at blackthrive.org. Yeah, for more information on that. Summertime is fast approaching, so hopefully we'll be letting you guys know about summer activities for your young people. Second Voice are doing summer activities for young people in Lambeth who have autism. All right, so they are based in Tooting. Um, they've got some summer activity programs that are coming through July. So if you would like some more information on that, 
you can go to second, which is number two, secondvoice.com. All right, now they have been doing a lot of work uh, with young people with autism from three years old up. All right, so if you are looking for something for your young person to do from July and they have autism, please get in touch with Second Voice. They have programs that run for parents and, as I said, toddlers and teenagers. All right, so over the last couple of weeks, I've been just taking a look at homelessness. And I'm not sure if you've realised where you live that I'm just seeing a lot more young people. Um, that's quite surprising. And, and it's happening in areas, I think I've passed through Croydon, I've seen more. When I've gone through Brixton, I'm seeing more. Um, and they're getting a lot younger. So one of the reasons why I wanted the Brixton Soup Kitchen to come in and speak with us is I wanted them to talk about the rise through lockdown and since lockdown. And, and obviously for me, I'm seeing a lot more. It's a conversation that I've started to have with some of my friends, like what's happening. So today we are going to be speaking to a young man called Lewis from our community and he's going to be sharing his experience with homelessness because I think the community need to understand what happens. How do we find ourselves homeless? What takes place? What support can we give as a community? And how can we do better at supporting people who are homeless? So, Lewis, welcome. Thank you. You all right? I'm okay, thank you. Good, good. Now, listen, a few years ago, possibly when you were about, what, 18? Yeah, 2018, yeah. You found yourself facing homelessness mm -hmm. yeah so we're going to kind of go from the beginning how did you find yourself in that position i mean 18 is quite young anyway yeah so i was living with my mum at the time in um in kennington and um i was having issues with her boyfriend at the time in it yeah and obviously it was stuff that was building up etc etc but on the breaking point that got me kicked out was the fact that Obviously, I had an altercation with him. I got, like, extremely angry, like, beyond control in it. Went to the kitchen, grabbed a knife for the things. I was so angry. I actually had, like, five knives in my hand. I didn't even realise. I was going up the stairs, and obviously my mum, like, hugged me so she, I could feel her presence. So, like, that I would drop the knives in it. And then, I mean, the rest is history, to be honest. After that, the next day, I went to my nan's, and she basically said, don't come back. Yeah. Yeah. So you found yourself facing homelessness from your mum's house. Yeah. What did you do? Where did you go? I went to my nan's. I'm a bit fortunate because obviously, you know, she lives in this country as well. She don't live far. She lives in, she lives in Stockholm, innit? So it was only like 10 minutes away from my mum's yard, innit? So when I went there, she told her what happened, this and that and blah, blah, blah. Then I think her and my mum had a conversation talking about like, don't want him back, etc., etc. Yeah. So, you know, I had to find a solution. You know, I had people around me, like friends, that were also getting, like, were were homeless at the time and were getting housed in it. Okay. So I kind of got advice from them what to do. Um, and at the time, my nan was like, "You can stay for the time being," but you know, I knew I was against time in it because yeah. she didn't want me there forever. So, I went to Lambeth. I told them what happened. They obviously had to get, like, confirmation from my mum in it. So she wrote a letter. I can't remember whether they called her or wrote a letter. Yeah. Or, or she wrote a letter to them confirming my, that she she's, you know, kicked me out of the yard. Um, 
they was like, obviously we can house you and that, but we first need you. They they first actually tried make me go private at eighteen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So was you working no, at the time? No. Okay, so at eighteen they were trying to make you go private, yeah. and the rent you was looking at was mad. I'll be real. Like they they showed me a couple websites where like they rent places and stuff like that. Yeah. And obviously I went there and I looked at the price and I was like, Bro, it's mad. It's, I was like, this is is like it's unfathomable at the age of eighteen. I simply cannot afford that in it. So I was like, so what about you lot? Well, how, I swear you lot can house it like you, we can but we first need you to show us you have needs yeah and I said I've got mental health problems in it where they were like well we need to get from a professional yeah um I got diagnosed eventually that I had depression anxiety PTSD etc I was getting therapy I showed all that to them they were still taking along so ha- so you had to go you went through a process of yeah. actually obviously being quite open yeah 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 at where you was yeah even after that, mm-hmm. you still had to keep trying to prove yourself. Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. I, but the thing is, I know why it is as well, because obviously for every young person that gets housed, it comes out of the council's pocket, budget. basically. Yeah, it, it, it yeah. does come down to budget does, sometimes, does, and, does. I, and I feel like it's, all, it it's worsening because it then. comes down to money. Exactly. And we know that a lot of councils, I think, you know... Are um, becoming bankrupt. Are becoming bankrupt. And have yeah. been bankrupt for a little while. And, and this obviously no funding no. or reinvestment. No. That's right. And this affects us Everybody as the community. The borough, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you went through you it's so hard to imagine that at eighteen you've gone through whatever you've gone through at home, which is obviously gonna have been a traumatic experience, not just for you, but you know, for your mum as well. Mm-hmm. And then you've come to be housed, you've got to prove to them your mental state of mind at 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were like, you've got to show us your needs. The pressure. Are. It was peak. Yeah, it was. You know, it is. It was like a part of me still couldn't. I'm like, am I actually in this situation? And it, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Only, only, only a year ago from that day, that man finished secondary school. Yeah. And then a year later, I'm facing hot. I was like, is this actually? I was like, a part of me was thinking, this cannot be real. And this is, this is a bit mad. But, um, yeah, it was. And the thing is, it's not only me that faced that difficulty. I had others around me that were in the same situation. I was going to say, like, it's not just... It like, it yeah, if some night. of your friends were being supported yeah. in a better way, it yeah, yeah, may yeah. have helped you yeah. to know that actually we're going to come out of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got some people that get kicked when they're 16. Yeah. Which is even worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're still, a, you're still a child. Child, yeah. And it's mad. So, yeah. So... For me, it's almost like you you found yourself on this path because of an incident at home, yeah. right? And when you look around, at that very time, was there any services supporting you? No. And the thing is, leading up to the point where I got kicked out, it was like it was becoming untenable, untenable, untenable between me and my mum. And the situation. Yeah. When I was at home, I was like, "This is I'm like something. This ain't gonna end well." But I didn't think I I didn't think homelessness I'm like was was actually gonna happen in it. Yeah. But I did know at the time I was like, even before the incident that happened, the build up. You knew that. Yeah. You knew that something was. You knew that something wasn't right. Yeah, and yeah. you wasn't getting on very well yeah, at yeah. home. But the thing is, I've had issues with my mum's 
partners in the past prior to that specific yeah. man in it. Yeah. And it didn't obviously none of them ever ended well, but it never resulted in me in me being homeless. So yeah. I didn't really see why this one would be a bit any 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 different. So, so yeah. you had no support around you. No, no, right. <sighs> and you're going through depression. Yeah. You're going through anxiety. Yeah. Um was you obviously when you stayed at your nan's, mm-hmm. was your nan able to Get you any support or man and, give man, you man any extra support? My nan's like from this country. She's an immigrant, so she don't really, she don't have a. So she's not connected. Anything. Yeah, no, yeah. She's not and that made it even more difficult. Yeah. Now, what support do you think you needed at that time? Because you would have needed like some sort of youth support. Yeah. Someone to talk to. Yeah. Um, I'm sure your mum probably needed support where she was at. Your grandma probably needed support as well. Yeah. I do you know what it is. Obviously, I used to have support from Juventus at the time, innit? Prior to me actually being kicked out of the fingers, as soon as I left secondary school, I lost contact. Okay. And at the time when that was happening, I was actually thinking to myself, the one the one thing that organisation I could have done with was Juventus because I think they were the perfect people. So when you was at school, was, you were supported? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then when you left, that support? It, I, it just it, it lost just, contact. It just, okay. Yeah. Okay, so you needed a support service yeah. that was going to mentor you. Yeah, but to be honest, I wasn't banking my laurels on that anyway. So I was just thinking to myself, I'm going to have to do it alone, eventually it'll be done, but it's just going to be very difficult. So, yeah. I, but it's cause I, so at the time, I wasn't hoping that a miracle would fall into my hands. Yeah, you just knew it was going to be a real yeah, difficult yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And and it really saddens me because obviously when I first opened up the show, I spoke about the amount of young people oh, yeah. that I am seeing. And I know that obviously you must be seeing them yeah, as yeah. well. I know one you, who who's in Stockwell, he's homeless. Like he's actually homeless, yeah. And he's always by the station. And you know how old he's? 23. He's only two years older than me. I was like, tell him, what happened to you? He's like, oh, I got evicted because I had a fight with someone. In wow. a hostel, yeah. yeah. The council refused to house me ever again. I was like, that's mad. It's only two years older than me, you know, 23. And I think this is why I wanted to have, like, this conversation with yourself and also to yeah. open it up. I have um, contacted a few yeah. organisations that work with young people around homelessness. They just haven't either got yeah, back yeah. to me or it's we haven't been able to spoke, which yeah. is fine. Um, but just hearing from you that, you're looking at other young people who are like 23 and unfortunately this young man has, you know, been in an altercation yeah. and not being able to house, be housed again. It sounds so unfair yeah, yeah. It's like because a, at 23 years old... Yeah. And it's like a one and done system. It's like one strike you're out. That's how the council... If, if like, you get evicted or something, sometimes it might not be your fault. If someone tries to set pace on you on the fight or you've got to defend yourself, they might one strike you're out. Yeah. Done. And then there's the Damn. other side. And if your parents ain't trying to get you, accepting you back, whatever, you're, f- you know. Yeah. And then there's the other side of that because who teaches you budgeting, right? Because, you yeah. know, 16, yeah. 18, maybe up to 20, you're, but, but, but you're not working. But the thing is, like, more, obviously, people have always said life skills being taught in schools would be better. But, I mean, do most schools really expect a 16-year-old when they turn 18 to... To be, yeah, I don't know whether I don't think it's an expectation on the reality, it happens more than it should do, yes. So, they should start implementing those things, and it's it's a sad reality that I guess people don't want to face up to, but you have to because it'll make people's lives a bit easier. 
I think that life skills do need to be taught. Yeah. A form of life skills need to be taught yeah, through yeah, school yeah, yeah. because not everyone is being raised within their family. Not every, you know, I mean, yeah. You, you know, know what I mean? Like the so usual it, consensus in this country is like people usually move out between 27 to 30 and that still happens more yeah. than young than people being forced to live at the age of 18 or in their very early 20s. So, you know, the latter is still more, re- still happens more. But people being kicked out and this and that and having to be forced to live by themselves at such a young age is happening more now. Yeah. And I found that quite recently, um, I've actually sat with another young person who was made homeless. And the process is not as easy as what we think within the community. I think when I was growing up, it was a little bit more easier to prove that you was homeless. Mm. I think your parent or guardian would still have to say to the council, you know, yes, I did throw them out or there would be a letter process. Um, But but it's like they do everything now to, like, they'll house you, but they're like, oh, you've, it's like, you got a back, them to a court to the to a corner, a corner to the point where they say, "Oh, we literally have to have us all look very bad." Yeah, that's how it is now. And like yeah. I said, it's probably down to a financial issue. Yeah, it's it is a lot harder. Yeah, um, and clearly it's getting harder yeah, because yeah. you know we are looking at homelessness. There was a time where I don't know I was a teenager and growing up, homelessness was massive in yeah, London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There would just be these spots that you knew homeless people yeah. would go but apparently like even like it was easier to get housed back then yeah like you'd go up yeah. to the council i'm homeless boom they'll give you a yeah, yeah. Like or no. you know find you a hostel placement yeah, but it's yeah, becoming yeah. a lot harder Hard to house enough. young people yeah. i think there's not enough hostels there's not and, and also, now, they're, now a lot of them are, are shutting down for some yeah. decommission or whatever, so. and some young people need staff in their accommodation which um, a lot are supposed to have, like even with, with mine in it, but a lot of these key workers, there's another thing they don't give, they don't give, not a, enough they, support they don't for care you. about young people at all. You know what I mean? Like the man, they see it more as a job than they do, like a passion or or your duty to help those. Do you think there needs to be more, <coughs> su- like I think more there people to- that care about? Yeah. Young people, but that comes where down, going. yeah, but that comes down to vetting people properly, and also people probably will not like it because it's a it's not a job really that you should do for the money because it's a job that requires you to help human beings. But yeah. I guess if you do up the pay a bit, it will require people to care more because I mean, key workers in general, the pay is pretty poor. I know a key worker, she's actually really nice she does her best to help people but she's always like bro man sort of struggling to pay bills this and that yeah. blah, blah blah so like because a lot of key workers i see are just miserable and that's it's sad it miserable. saddens me because yeah, obviously yeah. um i have an organization and we work with young people yeah. but i often say to anyone who wants to you know volunteer or work with us you have to really okay. care about helping yeah, yeah, supporting yeah. and changing lives yeah. Because it's not, it's not an easy you job. You've got to be mentally strong because you're dealing yeah. with a lot of men that have a lot of issues. You know what I mean? And like, it's like it's not. And like, everyone's a lot of time different. Your, your your fortitude is going to get put to this. You're going to come across rude young people. You're going to come across youths that are violent, this and that. Do, 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 do you know what I mean? It's, it's a, a it's bit a, like it's working a big job. in jail. Yeah, it's a big job. Yeah, the only yeah. difference is we're on the other side, outside. Yeah, exactly. You know, it is a big job and, and it, I feel quite sad, actually, that you've said that you've met key workers that haven't been as supportive. But that's the reality. Bro, there's more... I personally think there's more like that than there is more who actually 
you know what I mean? Because a lot, I, like I say, because I, I feel like a lot of these key workers, like, I, like their job don't pay them enough. Like, it's not enough yeah. for them. So when you're struggling in your own life, it's harder for you to help other of people. Course. Do you know of what course. I mean? Because you're then you got your own. And you're like, oh, of course. I don't care, I'm miserable. This and that. And what are you gonna do? Do you know? What Which I mean? is why what you said is key. Yeah. The vetting, yeah. the interviewing, we need and and to hear from you yourself yeah. is, we couldn't hear it from a better person. Yeah. We need to do better, um, and we need more support. And it is a shame that sometimes people that you're working with are going through what they're going through, mm. which means you're not getting the support that you need mm. because they also need support. And then you've got, uh, you know, the whole issue of lack of, you know, short staff, yeah. you know, lack of staff, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It's like a lot of the time in my yard, like, if I need help, a key worker won't be there because, I don't know, there's a lack, you know, key workers come and go, leave, yeah. get cut, this and that, this, this. like, yeah. the, I think the whole system is extremely unstable, yeah. very unstable. Yeah. It's not stable at all. Unless you have independent organisations such as Juventus, where it's a lot based on self-employment and, and you know, we all work as a team, this and that, because yeah. a lot of these other places that are, like, state-funded and state-based, where these key workers, it's just not, nah, it's not. It's, it's not, not working. It's not it. nah, it's you think not that it. that's why the yeah. system is, is yeah. breaking yeah. for young people? Yeah, it's not it. It's very unstable. Very unstable. So, now, yeah. one of the greatest things to come out of this for you is that you did get back in contact with Javenis. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to play a track <laughs> and <laughs> we're going to play a track. And when we come back, we are going to talk about you reconnecting back with the very service that yeah. you wanted and needed okay. and the changes that was made between you and the service and okay. where you're at today. Right. Yeah? Back up after this. You're locked into the Steel Gutted Talk Show with Jimmy Steel on, on Reach London Radio. 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 So many Oh 
welcome back track there called Closer. And I actually had to ask someone, what does that mean? And it means come closer. Track there by Oxlade. Little, little, it's quite smooth because there's a little bit of R&B and a little bit of Afro beats. It's just, you know, summer's mix. trying to creep through here and there. We get in the odd day here and there. Uh, I can't wait for it to, for us to have a full week of sun. Just a full week. Everyone's mood is changed. That's true. Everyone's happy. That's we true. all want to get out and enjoy. So you know a what lot, it a does. A lot of people's moods can be based off the weather. Isn't yeah, it? definitely, definitely. The sun just brings, the sun just brings everything out and makes everyone happy and and feel a little bit better. Now, before the break, we've been talking to Lewis, who is a young man from the Lambeth Borough. And um, we've touched a little bit on how he found himself facing homelessness. Um, as I said, I wanted to raise the awareness on homelessness and how people find themselves there because it's not usually what people think. And um, we just wanted to raise the awareness, open it up a little bit on the current support that is needed when someone finds themselves in that position and the lack of support that is available um, to especially young people when they need it now you've got a good experience yeah. coming right yeah, 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 yeah. and i'm really happy to know that you connected back with juvenis yeah. right now before you spoke about how they supported you in school mm -hmm. what kind of support was you getting when you was at school um more like behavioral support because when i was in school i was, among, I was, a, I was a handful you know i, yeah. I was when he when Juvenis got assigned to me was when I got sent to a behavioural centre and I okay. was on like I was hanging by a thread to not get permanently excluded because I robbed someone in my school prior to uh, to um, me getting assigned to Juvenis. Okay. So they helped me more with how to deal with my behaviour yeah. and my anger, my attitude, this and that and blah, blah, blah. And uh, I mean... Since they did, since they did come in, my behavior did actually improve. So did you? Because I always find it, the school assigned you to someone. Was yeah. you okay with that? Did you want to work with them, or I, was I, you just I, finding yourself? No, I didn't even know. They actually, did, they told me that they assigned me to someone, but they didn't let me know prior to when it was actually gonna happen. So I was a bit like, what? And at the time, it was a man in it, and at the time, because I, I grew up with no father, so and a lot of the issues I've had with domestic abuse and all that was at home with my mom's partner. So I already had issues with men in terms of yeah. opening up. Yeah. So when I heard it was a man and I saw him, I was just a bit like, oh, bro, this is dead. Yeah. But to that person's credit, whatever their aura, you know, how their experience, how very good they are dealing with young people, I actually felt comfortable and opened up pretty quick. They I managed to get through to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Quickly and as well, wasn't it? It didn't take that long. And that's that's key what you just said. Yeah. You felt comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you was a young man and you've been through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of that has been quite traumatic for yeah. you. Um, and obviously that work you no no one had done that work with you before. Mm -mm. Right? So you're still a young person that doesn't really understand why you're getting so angry mm -hmm. based on your living experience at home. Mm -hmm. So you felt comfortable enough to work with this organization. Yeah. 
one of the best decisions I've made. I'm not even gonna lie. And you know what? The smile, it was yeah. One of the best decisions I've ever made. The smile that is on your face, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can see it. Yeah. And I'm just really happy that after everything you've been through, you were able to finally connect with a service. Yeah, I was fortunate. A lot of people are not fortunate like that, man. I, I, I was. I, yeah. I am, you know, I am grateful for it. So they worked with you. Did you end up staying in school? Yeah. 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 I did. I survived. Yeah, I survived. I survived well done. I'm happy. I, sub- like, I, su- I finished school when many of my friends didn't. So, I'm yeah. so happy to hear that because for you to say, you know, you was hanging on a thread. And when yeah. I think about the first half of what you talked about, you mm-hmm. were going through, the incident you found yourself in because you were trying to, you know, support or look out for mm-hmm. your mum, which ended in you being the one that has nowhere to stay, no support, mm-hmm. nowhere to go. Now you finally connected back. Mm-hmm. That was miraculous. Juvenis, now, how did you connect actually, back was, with them? I was in Brixton, I can't remember, I was in Brixton. I don't know if I was actually coming back from the Civic Centre at the time, which is where Lambeth was was based, if he was homeless, know that he go to the Civic Centre to okay. sort it out, innit? Yeah. I was on my way back, and then I actually, someone, like, held my arm. And I was like, what? <laughs> I, I have, I, I had, I've had issues with certain areas, so I, I thought, oh, peak. no. You know what I mean? So I turn around and it's actually the CEO of the of the of the company yeah, yeah of Juvenis com- of Juvenis. So I was like, "Fuck!" So it was literally like that. Like it, we just bumped into each other and we was out of contact for like a year. So you know, re you know, reconnected, rekindled. Um, I'm not gonna lie. After that, the process for me to get housed was pretty quick. Yeah. Pretty so the support quick. stepped back in. Yeah. And. At that time, how did you feel? Because as you said, a mm. lot of young people don't get that support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's still fortunate for young people to be supported, whether it be a yeah. mentor, whether it be um, an organisation, especially now, because yeah, as you yeah. said, a lot of organisations have closed. There's waiting lists. Yeah, yeah. They close at a certain time um, or you haven't found the workers or the staff yeah. very supportive. Was you relieved? To um, know that someone was, was someone but, was gonna back you now. I was, but at the time, yeah, I wasn't. I I didn't understand or wasn't able to see the capacity of the organization yeah. and the the doors and all that it can open. So at the time, I was a bit like, oh, they may want to help me, but are they gonna be able to help me with this situation? And even to this day, <laughs> it still surprises me how many like doors this organization can open for people and I, sometimes i think that's a step too far do they have the connections or whatever yeah. to do this or do that and they keep doing it and keep, even to this day I'm, it still surprises me sometimes so yeah no they did yeah it was it was it was a it was a huge relief huge relief and i'm so glad so they stepped in to support you yeah and you finally got placed yep yeah they placed me in um Stockholm, you know, Evolve Housing. Yeah. 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 And Evolve is um, one of the charities that helps young people. Um, I think I've done some fundraising for them Mm. during lockdown and I know that some of their places are going to be closing. Mm. I have tried to get uh, someone from Evolve to come in and do an interview. Their place is up to like 100 100 people. Where I was living at, it was 130 people in the building. So they, they, they usually like, so, you know, because obviously when they're de- the decommissioning now, 
all these young people, everyone's going to have to move. Yeah. And Lamath going to have to move for them and evolve, hold up to like 100 people. They're, they're I, um, huge. So when, they're like when you're saying 100 people, yeah. Uh, yeah, my, let's my, just picture the building. The one building. in Stockholm, 130. It's like, yeah, it's like a big building. It's like a tower block. So, so like, they currently have... 130 in yeah. where Maximum you live. Capacity. I don't know how many people Is this where you live like, now or no, no, where no, you where or they was, placed you at the time? The okay, time. so there's 130 young people or uh, relatively aged. Some are young, some are asylum seekers. Okay. So they're a bit they're a bit they don't just It's not just British one people. Yeah. yeah, they actually mix it with like asylum seekers, immigrants, young people, but it was more it was more young people than it was. I'm just trying to picture others. what that space looked like over a hundred yeah. people yeah. what it, it can house up to a it can the maximum capacity was 130 people but i don't know wow. how many at the time there was there but it was still a lot and what it, so it's a hostel yeah room shared bathroom no, room, or shared no, the rooms to their credit the rooms are actually studios each room is a studio really yeah, open so, plan studio so you have with your, your own, kitchen you have your own uh bathroom kitchen yeah your kitchen wow. was like in your room where you sleep, but the bathroom was its, the bathroom was its own separate room. That so is a turnaround. Credit, they did actually give every single person a studio. That is such a turnaround most, for most. housing. Yeah, you know, a big turnaround. It would be really sad yeah. for them to. I do have criticisms about them, though. I'll be real. The, the, the environment, like, but that's because I assume they're such a. They house like so, so many, many people. people yeah. yeah, the environment gets out like quite out of control. Like. Yeah, because it can't be managed, and that's yeah. why I said to you: Is it a hundred and thirty young people, yeah. or is it mixed? It's and mixed. I think this is the the problem that local authorities are having. Mm. I know that when we are trying to get our young people housed, yeah. the problem they're having is we need them to be in a secure property. Yeah, yeah more, because well, at least the one in Stockholm is not that secure. It's right next to the. F- to the estate where like the Stockholm gang chill yeah. and then like I'm not gonna lie bear it, drugs run through this, there man and, and this shanks is, this and that and so this is the thing. a bit the environment's a bit mad still. and this this is the thing right now there's pressure yeah. because young people can't be left yeah, yeah, in yeah. a house with five or six of them without staffing yeah, yeah, and then yeah. these properties and these properties with 100 are not, like 100 people there's only like four key workers on site yeah. every day how can you you know four can't deal with 100 you know what I mean it's, it's the environment's under pressure yeah, isn't awful. it yeah, and as yeah, you yeah. said earlier the environment itself is under yeah. pressure the workers are under pressure yeah. young people are under pressure it's or anyone who's living there it's instability or all, all, all way around the board you know what I mean so but at least today this yeah. interview gives us an insight on the other side mm-hmm yeah, because you know you got 130 people under one roof there yeah and you've still got people who have to prove where they're at still to get to housed yeah. you know and then there's private housing which we know it's is just unreal it's just happen. unrealistic yeah, it's not happen. now do stepped in for you yeah helped to support you what else did they do what with the with the housing situation yeah. um They'd give me some money here and there for like to help man with shopping this and that and blah yeah. blah blah. But I never really liked asking in it because, um, like, I don't really tend to ask people for money that much. Anyway. Asking for help's really hard. Yeah, it's, it's, especially you know when you're I not mean? used to it. When you're not used to yeah, it, asking yeah, yeah. for help yeah. is really hard. And I know that last week we spoke about this with the Brixton Soup Kitchen. Mm. 
but I feel like we kind of need to start having the realization that when you need help, we and someone's saying like, "Ask for help." Yeah. This is what we do. This yeah, is what yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. We'll support you if you need stuff. Yeah. That means if you ask, you'll get the support. And it is really, really hard. But I think we're also living in some really challenging times where we can't be going through what we're going through alone. That's true. Um, because we're we're the ones that are suffering when we're exactly. doing it by ourselves. Exactly. But like, I feel like with so many of us here, we got thrown into the deep and at such a young age. Yeah. Your independency shoots up compared to your age group. Yeah. So when it comes to ask for help, you're a bit like, oh, I don't... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. But do you feel better now knowing that you can go into that building or you can contact them and you will get the assistance you need without no judgment attached to it? It's like you come there, you need the help. Yeah. You get yeah. the help. I still put, sometimes don't ask for help, but not because I, you know, I know this place is not capable of it. It's because sometimes, like, I usually use the organization as a last like if I've done everything else and it hasn't worked okay. like a like a last ditch yeah emergency help in it yeah I usually try to do things both before because if you become too dependent on something yeah you won't know how to do it yourself in it yeah so I use the organization more as a get out of jail free card basically you know what I'm yeah. saying yeah <laughs> yeah but, I get um, that I but, get um, that yeah no and it's good that you have do, that usually when I ask anyway it gets you get delivered. supported. You know what I mean? I can't lie. This place is very, very effective. Very effective. And, and I'm efficient. really, I'm really happy. And do you know what? I um, spoke to uh, Winston mm-hmm. and um, I just literally asked him like what happened when you got back involved. Yeah. And he just said I he needed an advocate. Yeah. Yeah. He needed someone to support him. Um, didn't have any family members. There was mm-hmm. no one around you, and and they feel that if they didn't advocate for you, it would have taken a lot longer for you to longer. get any support. And I feel like advocating for someone who can, needs can help can way. go a long, long Cause way. Like, especially like with a lot of people, you know, I was eighteen by law. I'm an I'm of legal age to be an adult, but yeah. I'm technically still a child, let, yeah. let's be honest, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, when you go into, like, the civic centre and these places, chat to the council, bro, you're chatting to grown people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, like, they can use words and use technicalities and rules and ways that will confuse you. Like, what the hell? And that's exactly what was happening. Yeah. When Winston advocated for me, he came with me, you know what I mean? They know I've got a grown man behind me, so you can't, you know what I mean? you got to be careful what you say around me now because yeah. he might pull you up saying, that's not correct, or, that's yeah. not true, this and yeah. that, and blah, blah, blah. And that makes and me exactly so happy happened. to know that yeah. you had someone who had your back. Yeah. Because as you say, you're still a young person and at They treat 18. me like a child, but when yeah. I came with Winston back to the civil center, they treat me properly. They treat me seriously. They, you yeah. know what I mean? They weren't boiling my mouth or treat me like a little kid and shut up, you know? Because that's what they do a lot. A lot of young people who got to come to them and ask to get housed in it, they're like... So if we we was to talk to the council, right, yeah. and we was to say to them, you guys need <coughs> to just do better with yeah. us as young people. Yeah. Explain things. Talk to us in a language that we mm-hmm. understand. This is what I'm getting from you. They need to talk to you in a language you understand. But they also need to understand that you're desperate. Otherwise, you wouldn't exactly. come there like, this is my last... Exactly. resort like no, I have nowhere else to yeah, go yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and we need to be able to do better. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so happy to hear that you're in a better space. And you've also had just loads of general support. Yeah, yeah. So around your anxiety and depression, are you getting supported for that? Um, yeah, I am, I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah. But to be fair, I'm used to it by now. Anyway, so. And you feel like I you're in a much better place yeah, and yeah. you're managing it. Yeah, I manage it well, to be fair. It's fantastic. Yeah. I was so happy to hear you say that. Now, if you had the chance mm. to change something in your life... Would you change anything? Um, or knowing that where you're at now, would you have rather just, I've gone through this, it's made me a better person? Um, if, I, like, if I was to change something, I'd probably change one thing that I probably would have changed the way something would have happened so it would have made my life easy in general, innit? Yeah. But to be fair, you know, that's just me fantasising and... Yeah. You know, my imagination. In reality, life is not like that. You yeah. get the you get the car that you're dealt with, and you just got to deal with it. So that's that's me, really. But I must say, like, you have to be proud of yourself. I think. Um, you've come a really long way, and you know, when we started, where your life was at, mm. you could have got in a lot of serious trouble. And the um, and and the thing is, like, when I first got kicked out and got moved to the hostel, like, it was a shock to the system because it was like money for food you know um rent this and that and blah blah, blah. and the thing is we're not disciplined with money in it so even the universal credit got blown out like that yeah. yeah and i wasn't really being that responsible and the thing is it's not just for me it's for a lot of youth i ended up having to sell drugs to eat to pay rent this and that and blah 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 and the thing is people don't understand, people don't seem to realize is when you get kicked out at a young, really young age and you get forced to live by yourself it can push you to crime yeah. Because you ain't waiting for no job. Jobs, when you're mad young, pay you slave wages. And you don't want to keep thinking where to the point where it's like, I'm living just to pay this. It's I'm a, living just to eat. Yeah, and it's so comes it's really stressful. Struggle. So a lot of the time you get pushed to crime, innit? Like, yeah. you got to make ends meet. Selling drugs is going to make me money than this current job I'm going to get. I'm going to be able to feed myself better pay my rent and be comfortable with some money I get. And that's what happened to me and that's what happens to many youths. So young people are finding themselves in these difficult positions yeah. and they have, like, they have no choice because you're trying to live. Exactly, live. Yeah, live, and I suppose, I mean? again, that's something that I've spoken to young people that have been evicted because they didn't pay their rent. If you get evicted, Right, they didn't pay their rent because they didn't know yeah. they needed to pay rent. Yeah, and the worst thing at is at a certain if you time get the, every month. The paranoia is if you, because they let you, if you get evicted, it's done. Forget it. They're not yeah, rehousing net, you. It's yeah. done. Like yeah. it's a one and strike, one strike, you're out. It's a one and done system. So there's also that paranoia that pushes people to revert to crime to make you money. Need to and all make that. sure yeah, that those yeah, things are mad. paid yeah, because you, you don't, don't get many chances. You get one chance and it's done. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah. yeah. So. We need to start thinking about helping young people budgeting. Yeah. Money. Yeah. Let's talk about paying bills. Yeah. Because as much as you're young people, you're now responsible for exactly. paying bills. Exactly. And that's how the world's going to treat you, isn't it? So, yeah. It's a big... Um, it's a it's big thing to... Th into the deep it's a it? big if thing to think about. If you, don't, if you don't swim, then you sink. Yeah. And unfortunately, that happens... So a lot of people they either sink or swim 
and if you get and if you and if you get sunk, you know, it might be it might be beyond your own like hands to be able to deal with your own life. Yeah. So right now, as a community, what do you feel the community could do? Uh. I don't know too much about the... I, when it comes to... I look more to the institutions. Yeah. That because I feel like the community can do so much without the institutions yeah. backing the institutions helping. On the end of the day, it's the institutions that Hold. have the final say yeah. and have the power. They, yeah. And, you know, there's many reasons. There's corruption, there's finances, there's et cetera. But yeah. in this case, in like, for example, with this borough, well, you all know Lambeth is broke. Yeah. Especially after COVID, the council is down bad. We know they're in debt by a lot. Yeah. The current government we're, we're under has not helped with anything when it comes to terms of social institutions that help communities and social, you know, yeah. socially. And you can see TFL bankrupt, Lambeth on the verge of yeah, bankruptcy. You've got Croydon came out saying same. we're bankrupt. Yeah. And people always used to go... And there's probably a lot more. They just haven't said yet. And you always got people that, you know... Said, oh, let's move to Croydon to get a house because it's not happening no more. Yeah, everything's expensive now. Yeah, you know what I mean, they're handing out houses like that anymore. They're they're done. So there's a lot of work I feel like to be done. The institutions are rotting, crumbling. I'm I'm not gonna have the institution. No point talking about the community because the community, in a way, relies on the institutions because yeah. we can't house each other. Only yeah. the institutions can. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, as a community, I feel like today has opened up people's eyes as to how young people find themselves homeless how young people find themselves involved in crime Mm -hmm. sadly um and you're talking about have trying to find ways to live yeah Yeah, some young people as we've heard today it's their very family that have put them out and that's all you have to go to and then most of your friends have been also put out by their family so you're just surrounded by unsupported a lot friends. of my friends, bro, we were all living by ourselves at the age of 18. And, I'm like, and a lot of us went to the same school. I'm like, how happened? did this happen? What happened? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 And it was shocking, like, the amount of people that I'm close with and this and that, that this happened to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was like, bro, I was like, this ain't no rare case. This happens a lot. It does. It does. And, and it's sad. And, and we need to have, like, more conversations about this on... <laughs> How can we support young people that are finding themselves in these situations? Like life can become really, you know what I mean? Life can hit you in the face straight after secondary school. Right? Yeah. For a lot of people, that's when life becomes real. Yeah. Real. Yeah. And a lot of the time, you ain't given time to adjust. you got to adapt instantly. And, if you and as you said, adapt, you have to grow up. Struggle. You have to grow up really quick. Yeah, quick. And in that growing up, if you don't know where to go, who to talk to... Exactly. You know, you're a young person who's going in to hard. speak with adults about yeah, yeah, being, yeah, yeah. you know, being homeless, being in a position. Yeah. No one's listening to you. Yeah. Um, all I want to say is, as a community, we need to do better. Yeah. Um, we need to listen more, yeah. support more. I think if you are someone who works with young people, mm-hmm. let's listen and hear what you've said today mm-hmm. um, about, you know, sharing that information that you as an adult, worker is struggling um that wasn't very supportive for you and let's think about what that looks like when we're going forward um and also to you know people that do work in supportive roles or whether you work for a a council Mm -hmm. or a service let's think about how you speak to young people 
um, help them to understand. You know, we don't understand when someone says the law of this or section 62 or do you know what I mean? What does that even mean? Exactly. You know? It's like they expect, like, they expect you to have all of this knowledge, this and that, but it's like more time, bro, you're just trying to out, you're trying to survive, trying to pay rent and that. Like, you yeah. think man's got time to know all of this, do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's a bit like, it's a bit like the adults and all that move a bit deluded when it comes to what they expect that person. You're really untrue. You're looking at a child who's being forced to live like an adult at such a young age. And a child who has come to you to say, exactly. I have no one. Exactly. And I have nowhere exactly. to go. Yes, I think that, you know, the next time that we see young people that are homeless, we need to give that a second thought. But a problem, I think, is just a lot of people just do not care. Not enough care? Yeah. And even, like, for those that, like, got... Like, even me, like, it was coming to... It was at a point where it's like... Like, yeah, man, it is what it is, isn't it? Like, I was with the thing of... I managed to survive, innit? Yeah. So, you just got to know how to survive. If you don't, oh, well. And the thing is, like, that happens, that, that, that's, a, that's a big mindset of a lot of us that got kicked out. Yeah. So we're not even helping each other because it's a bit like... Well, you've got to help yourself. I don't know yourself. what you want to say to you. Exactly, you know what I mean? Exactly. You know, how can you help someone else who's in the same position I mean, exactly. as you? But even advice, it's just a thing of, I just don't really care. So it's very, like, a very... I'm out here for myself type of mentality because it's like everyone's worried about themselves and rightly so, but then no one has the time to, you know, like give advice or put an arm around other people's shoulder, this and that. So I also think a big issue is actually caring. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it yeah. goes down from those who also got kicked out and the key workers and all that too. Yeah. So, yeah. Good point. So the key words for today is to care. Listen, support, what can you do? How can we do better? If you work within certain services, we need to do better because you're saying that you went to services and you didn't feel like anyone cared. And my thing is, if you work in a support job where you're, you know, if you work in a job where you're going to be supporting people, of course you need to care. You need to care. Exactly, know why you're getting into the job. I feel like there people, they get into these key key worker jobs or jobs to like work with communities and that like you don't know what you're getting yourself yourself into at least know what you're getting yourself into because then i've known key workers that left their jobs because they can't handle the environment they're in so why did you why did you want to become one yeah it's like it's like um it's like signing up to be in an army you get put front lines and then you get you get you run away it's like yeah. well you know what was going to happen bullets yeah. flying across your head you're going to have to shoot people you might get shot this and that it's the same thing that happens with key workers you're, you're going into situations where you're dealing with a lot of unstable young people a lot of young people with destabilised environments you're going to deal with anger you're going to see violence you're, you might have violence put towards you yeah. you know what I mean you got to know how to deal with these situations and if you don't then what were they teaching you when you was taking a course yeah. which is also another thing I think what are they teaching you yeah. You clearly weren't prepared, so yeah. what would you be in trained for? Some more information going into the job. Yeah, I think education should be yeah. a thing as well, because it's like, you know, what are you lot expecting when you come into this job? Yeah, and it needs you to You ain't change. getting paid well, you know that. So yeah. why are you getting upset? So you, what are you coming to this job for? You're coming to this job because you genuinely want to make a change, you should come to this job because I, uh, I just ended up in this job because didn't do that well with education or whatever I just whatever so I'm just gonna make but it's not a job that you can really make do because you're dealing with people's lives and you can affect it in a bad way so yeah that's it really
it's no do you know why I'm 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 smiling because I just feel like we don't hear enough from young people about how young people feel. Yeah. Right? And how are we going to do better if we are not told the truth? And it rubs off on us because we start to become impatient. That's what I was and just about to say. And we start to get their mentality of, okay, you lot don't give a I won't. And it goes like that with other people. You don't care? All right, I don't care. Simple. And then it rubs off on other people and you start to not just have it for that individual, start to have it, that's your attitude in general. You know what I mean? So, yeah. These don't need to understand that you're still dealing with people that are developing. I'm still developing. I'm only 21. My yeah. brain's still developing. My body, etc., etc. So things Not, that have been told to you exactly. and shown to you are going to have an effect on who exactly. you become. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's another thing these lot... Like, these lot think they're dealing with grown adults. You're not. You're just dealing with people who... Well, you're dealing children with children. Or, or, or growing up to be an adult, but are forced to live like a full-blown adult at such a young age. That's what you're dealing with. You're not dealing with someone who's actually... Dev- like, who's actually Developed into yeah, an exactly. adult. Yeah. You've just overnight had to become an adult yeah, exactly. because of your situation. Exactly. So, yeah. Really Same important way. points. I'm so happy that you've come on because, as I said, we, we speak a lot. Yeah. Um on the basis for young people we as a community assume Mm -hmm. different things as to how young people have found themselves in these positions but you've given a real honest account of the struggle uh the pressure and things that you're just not being taught you're being thrown into and you've got to learn to adapt and you have to learn to adapt yeah and then you're still learning and you're picking up things things even to this day like still hard but obviously it's easier for me to deal with because I have more knowledge than what I did when I first moved into but it's always yeah man it's we always never on the back learning, of your head of right? don't get evicted of do this do that of this is on your head this and that and I'm still only 21 but, you know it's just hard to deal with because most people in this world you're 21 you're just focusing on uni bruv yeah. and you're, you're at your parents it's not it's easy life's easy you know what I mean and that's the, that should be the reality for us who are in the minority but it's not yeah and it's just peak yeah it's peak it can make yeah. your life miserable so yeah but at least you're in a better place yeah, yeah. um you. and it's good for you to now because right now in this conversation you're advocating for your 18 year old self yeah that is exactly what you're doing and for any other young person who is around 17 18 yeah. who may be facing homelessness or or even marriage eviction mad young yeah yeah. Most of people at the age of twenty one, they're going uni, they're not thinking about moving out anytime soon. Yeah. The only experience you got moving out is maybe you're on campus, but you're getting student finance. It's still easy for you. Yeah. It's not it's not it doesn't reflect real life really. Yeah. Get evicted, go to your parents' house. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you you, are... you still you're still in the learning process. Yeah. You're in a better place yeah, than yeah. you was. Um, but overall the the environment is still Yeah. Shaky. It's still shaky. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like it will be like that until I just become older. But yeah. it is what it is. You've got to deal with it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're getting the support. Thank Your you. life is changing. You're doing really well. And I just want you to know that. And I know you're still under some struggles. Yeah. Um, the support is there for you. Yeah. And I just want you to... Your last words, if you was talking to someone who was 18, where you was, to motivate inspire give them the hope that 
it can change and it can be better. I'm not great with this motivation thing, but um, I'd say the number one thing is don't panic. Yeah. And that's hard, isn't it? I'm not, it's, it's hard, but if you panic, then, like, because panic causes, can cloud the mind. You may not think straight. Do you know what I mean? And, like, like if you panic in these type of situations, it may end very, very badly for you. So I'd say in the midst of adversity and instability, stay calm. Yeah. Look for support. Yeah. Look for the right support. Yeah. Yeah. Stay calm is my number one thing. Fantastic. Thank you so much. An amazing insight into a journey of, of of a young person who found themselves homeless but has been supported to turn it around and some key things there for adults yeah key things there for adults to think about the next time you are in a working space with a young person just let's think about what's been said today by lewis this is reach london radio my name's jenny Steele. thank you for listening um enjoy the rest of your day and uh, remember you can listen back on spotify Thanks a lot, Lewis. We oh, are God, out. Reach London Radio. Broadcasting, Broadcasting live. live. Download our app from your app store.